ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hill speaks in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one of the only Sir Hill speaks in the building, y'all. What's up, y'all? How you doing? I hope that you're having a, off, to, uh, off to a great week, a good Tuesday. Thank you guys for tuning in, for being here. I really appreciate y'all. We are in for an excellent show tonight. As you guys can see, one of the things that I'm focused on is building this platform and talking to creative minds, business minds, intellectual thinkers who are able to give us information so that we can be successful in our lives. I want you to win. Let me make this abundantly clear. If you come to this network, my goal, my number one goal is I want you to win in business and I want you to win in life. Uh, so with this, I've got a special guest tonight that's going to speak about this very thing. And the cool thing about this brother is he has receipts for all the things he's done. Now, listen, and in, in these YouTube streets, everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be a content creator. I don't care so much about the subscribers as I care about the impact and the quality of the information that we provide. So I only bring on the best and the brightest. And so I am happy to announce that one of my brothers is in the building, y'all. We're about to get it, y'all. Listen, we're about to get it. But there's a few house rules. Because we live in this in this sphere, my goal is I want you to guys to know how much I care about you and whether I've met you in person or not. I respect you. I got a love for you. And I want to see you win. So here's a couple of rules that we have when you come to uh, Sir Hale's network. Here are Sir Hale's network rules. Let's get to it. Number one is we are going to be respectful. In other words, I'm going to respect you. You're going to respect me. We're going to have respectful dialogue. And even in the chat, even if we disagree, even if we got differences of opinions, we are still each other's friends and we are brothers and sisters. So we're going to keep it respectful in the chat. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to listen to one another. A good conversation is not just the exchange of words, but the exchange of listening ears. All right. The third thing is I need you to keep up the engagement. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Listen, we're doing fantastic. We have made 400 subscribers in record time, y'all. We're killing it. So keep up the engagement. Encourage others to like and share. And the last thing is I'm going to respect you. You're going to respect me. And together, we're going to have a respectful conversation. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to win up my brothers in the building. So without further ado, I want to bring up the hustler himself, ladies and gentlemen. Torrell Binion is in the building, y'all. Hey, what's happening, brother? What's happening? <laughs> what's up, my brother? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excellent. Let me let me do a few shout-outs before we get into this. My Black Man Unfiltered Network. What's up, man? Salute to you. Appreciate you, my brother. To talk here, my lovely wife is in the building. I appreciate you. Uh, Simply Shay, what is going on with you? So glad you're here. Thank you so much. Before the billions, my brother's in the house. What's up? Big Bad Bull, I appreciate the salute, my brother. Good to see you on. All right, y'all, let's get to it. Uh, I'm excited for a great show. So first of all, my brother, 
How you doing? Man, I'm great, man. Just got done eating dinner. Hey, I'm relaxed. Let's ready to roll, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we're about to get into some things, y'all. Again, one of the things I want to see people is successful in life and business. And uh, we got history. So, you know, we you know we got history. So I knew that I could trust uh, your experience to give to the people. And so I labeled this show uh, Hustle and Growth tonight because I think that we've thrown around these terms. I'm a boss. I'm a hustler. And I don't think folks know the half or even what that means. So we're going to break it down tonight. And then we're going to address some questions so that, that we can have these people successful. Cool? All right. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So before we get started, let's tell the people, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Who are you? What you do? And how did you get started? All right. My name is Terrell Binion, originally from Chicago, now residing in Arlington, Texas. Well, really, Mansfield. Um, I'm a barber by trade, but I feel that I have the ability through the gift of barbering to help others motivate themselves to be better people. Excellent. So how'd you get into this? Well, I started cutting hair probably like when I was about maybe, maybe 12, 13 years old. And it all started because I got tired of my dad messing up my haircut. And you can't go to the park or be out there on the court. And you got this jacked up haircut. Because at that time, like I'll say probably like 88, 89, even though I know I'm dating myself, but between 88, 89, that's when the phase were really popular. Then you had to have a blended fade and you know with the high top so i started experimenting on myself and um i had a few hiccups here and there but all those bad haircuts didn't feel too bad because i did it and i didn't pay somebody to do it hey you saved some money hustle (laughs) (laughs) yes sir but good man i I think that's really cool so i want to jump into these questions really quickly and uh let's just let's see where it goes so everybody thinks they know what the word hustle is Hustle and boss. Mm, I want to know from you, yeah, what is hustle? Like, what does that mean to you? Well, to me, hustle is like your drive, your perseverance, your uh, persistence to continue to be consistent. So therefore, that's what, that's your why, that's your drive. That's what hustle is to me because it takes a, a lot of drive, perseverance, and discipline to get something started. But to be consistent to finish it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, so let me ask you a question. Did you always have this or, or did something happen in life that made you say, you know what, I need to get up on this. Like, how does a person develop that hustle mentality? Well, the hustle mentality is, man, it's it's wild. All right. Growing up in the inner city of Chicago in the area where I'm from, I grew up learning the word hustle meant when you spent when you spoke the word that you hustled that meant you sold dope so mm-hmm. what i saw as a hustle as a hustler is somebody that was willing to do any and everything to get the money to feed their family or whatever their vice is so for me it, it was i grew up seeing that so it was just like and i also grew up in a household where you know i had my man I don't know how many of us was in the apartment, man. It was a lot of us, but I had a lot of aunts and uncles that uh, lived there, mainly my uncles with my grandmother, my mother. And I would get up and consistently see them go do something to earn money every day. But I made it a point that with some of the things that happened in my childhood, the way we were living, not saying we were dirt poor, but at the same time, it was a lot of times I didn't have a lot of the up and coming fashions and things like that. 
Mm-hmm. And I made a promise to myself as a small child that I didn't want to live like how I was living. I wanted to be able to, you know, go and buy and do the things that I wanted to do without having any type of restrictions. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that 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 the early experience is what I guess what kind of shaped the the intensity you live with now? Yeah, it does, because uh, something that uh, that was mentioned at um the Barber Summit, you know, shout out to Marcus Harvey for the Barber Summit, Barber Summit 2021. And something that uh, Kenny Duncan mentioned, and, and for those that don't know Kenny Duncan, he's the lead educator for Andis Clippers. And something that he said that spoke to me specifically was the fact that a lot of our adult trials and tribulations come from traumatic experiences that we carry from our childhood. And that was and that spoke to me on many on many levels and that whoa, gave me whoa, whoa. that's heavy man so are you saying that 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 the early traumatic experiences is that what feeds that hustle yeah Mo- most definitely because everybody's uh situation is different right so it's like for me i grew up wanting you know the jordans the troop jacket the troop jackets troop jogging suits the feline jogging suits and, you know, unfortunately, we had what we needed, but we didn't have the money for those expenses. So with that, you know, I mean, you want to look like that. It's, it's no different than how the kids are today. They want to look like what they see. That's why we have so many young people hustling or doing whatever means that they can do to get these designer labels. You know what I mean? Because... You know, back then, like with us, if you had like when I man, just to show you how old I am, the Air Jordan ones that people are breaking their neck paying one hundred eighty dollars for in 1986, when they came out, those joints was sixty four ninety nine, bro. And back then, that was a lot of bread. Yes, sir. Excellent. So I appreciate you saying this because there's two things. Number one is I think that people associate hustling with something illegal. That's one. And then I think that people overuse hustle like when they got a motivation to do something. And I think there's a difference between motivation and hustle. Motivation is something that I'm feeling in the moment. Hustle is a Mm -hmm. mentality. Did I get that wrong? No, you got it correct. It's 100% correct because it's just like no different than taking it back to when we started working out in the gym together many years ago. The hustle was us getting in there, getting the workout done on days that you didn't have, you didn't have it. You just didn't want to do it. But the drive inside of you, that hustle pushed you there. It's it's like, it kind of reminds me, it puts me in the mind frame of like, when you plan on a sports team and coach tells you to hustle, that doesn't mean do something illegal. That means put a haste, move with a purpose. You know, that's, that's a line that I learned, you know, in my fraternity, you know, you move everything you do. You have to move with a purpose because you got somewhere to be. You got things to do. So you have to move with a sense of purpose. Let me ask you a question with that. So like here's just you're very successful. I, I've achieved some success sure. in my life. Do you believe that you can be successful? And I don't just mean in terms of money, but do you think you can be the best without that hustle mentality? I, I don't think so, because. One thing that I try not to do is um, I try not to be complacent. So like I was just speaking to one of my clients today in the salon. And, you know, we have, 
you know, conversation outside of the normal barbershop banter, you know what I mean? So I told him in the eyesight of many people, I may seem to be successful because they look at material things that I have. And I don't consider myself successful because I'm not complacent there. I'm trying to get mm -hmm. to another level. And that other level for me is how can like something else that I learned within once again, going back to the barber summit, man, it, it like it's life changing. But once again, when, you know, speaking with those many barbers in the room from all different areas and area codes and things like that, we can do a job and we could do it well. But the thing is, what is your impact on the industry that you're working in? outside of you doing your job so it's like what is what is your impact on whatever industry that you're in you know that's a good question yeah y'all who you guys who are in the chat i want to ask you a question and you guys just type it out for me what's your hustle like what's the thing that if you could think about it right now and do that thing you would drop everything else to pursue that I want you to tell me what that hustle is, because I think people who live aimlessly never get a chance to discover who they actually are. Right. Because they had nothing to apply it their whole selves to. Brother, if I could tell you how many people laughed at me when I said I was going to start cutting hair full time and they told me it wasn't a real job, even, you know, even though he's not here any longer, my dad, you know, before he passed, he used to tell me, man, you can't make no money cutting hair, man. Go get you a real job. You need to have you a job, a nine to five, where you know how much money you're going to have every two weeks and this and that. And the thing is, it's like, I wish that he was still here with us where I could just show him this is a good career. It's a trade, but it's a career and you can make an honest living. Excellent. You said something uh, profound, like you, something that somebody close to you, and if, if, tell me how deep we can go, but somebody close to you says something. How did you find like the resolve to, to still do it anyway? Well, it, like when it came to barbering, after my basketball career came into an end in uh, 2005, because I ended up tearing my knee up, and you know that story. So, but um, I found... It, I had, it was like, you have to be passionate about what you're doing. And if you're passionate about it, you would do it with a purpose and everything you do within that passion will be intentional. So I chose cutting hair because, you know, I've worked jobs before, you know, I have my degrees and, you know, I've did corporate jobs and things like that. And I would always work the jobs, but at the end of the day, I wasn't happy because I felt like a hamster on a hamster wheel every day. So it's like, when I looked at pursuing barbering, I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at it. I used to cut hair in the high school in the locker room. I used to cut hair in the in the dorms and in the apartments in college. I said, so maybe let me try to do this on a different scale and actually be serious at it. Take, you know, take it serious, like how, you know, the same approach that I did with athletics, with basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's where that's how I am, where I got to different stages to where I am right now. All right, so let, let's get this deeper, y'all. So let me get this right. So you you have your bachelor's, right? Correct. You have your master's as well? Correct. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. So <laughs> see, in this culture, what we say is go to school, go get your bachelor's, get your master's, and then that's it. You said that even though you've got that, so you got a master's, you could rest on that. Like, what made you say, you know what? This is not, this, is, this, ain't, this ain't all of me. I'm gonna go past and I'm gonna do something different with this. 
Okay, so all right. While I, the job that I was doing in Chicago before I moved to uh, Texas, I used to be a mental health counselor working at Grand Prairie Services in uh, Chicago Heights. And I took the motivation and the drive that I had to help people from that perspective. And I just took it and put it in the barbershop because as a barber, you are a mental health clinician, whether you want to be uh, classified as that or not. You're a mental health clinician. It's things that people will, men will tell their barbers that they won't tell their wives. Absolutely. They won't tell anybody. Because the secrets that I have from standing behind that chair, man, and it's like, what really does it for me is that I'm, I have a career, I've chosen a career that I can control whether a person gets complimented or ridiculed for the next two weeks. And that raises or lowers their self-esteem. And to me, that's a lot of power within itself because, you know, you have to, I'm, I'm blessed to have, God bless me with the gift to use my hands and I'm sharing my gift with other people. But in sharing my gift, I'm also sharing wisdom from my life experiences with them that help them get through whatever it is that they're dealing with, positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Now listen, y'all, now listen, now for those of you who know, y'all know, a haircut can make you walk differently. A haircut can make you act differently. So I think that's that's fundamentally true. But I want to go a little bit deeper on this as well. Okay. So so let's say I'm just let's say I'm not where you're at. I don't have the the life experiences. I'm just getting started in my life. Like, how do you take? How do you first of all find that hustle? And then you said something earlier that you're not satisfied. Like you don't just you don't get stagnant. How do you continuously refine that hustle for further success? It's just like. Um... I equate everything back to basketball because that's what I spent the majority of my adult life doing post-college. So you have to find different things. It's just like when, when, like at the end of each season, you find something that you were weak at, and then you make that your focus for the next season to work on that. So you have to find different things that that challenge you each time. And then that way, it's not like you're reinventing yourself, but you're finding a different driven purpose. Well, let me ask you a question, because people would say, you know, focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. So are you saying, okay, so so success, that that ain't how you live. Okay. No, because if if you're going to be the the most important thing you have to be when you're going to, when you're going into business, especially being a service provider and a small owned business, the one thing you have to be is transparent because with transparency, you get authenticity and you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And it's like, and it, it, it's like, it really bothers me sometimes, man, when I sit in, uh, I might pop into a Facebook group here and there, like barbers and stuff like that. And you see younger people, or it could be older people, who knows? I don't reach out to people personally, but us up and coming barber or a person that just started cutting hair is showcasing their work on that platform. And they're asking for pointers and people ridicule. That's disturbing to me because the same people that ridicule them, you have to remember that at one point in time, your haircuts didn't look like how they did when you right. first started as opposed to where they are now. So it takes, to me, that's that's kind of, you just don't know. The ridicule you're giving somebody, you don't know. That could really be a detriment to that person because you don't know what they're dealing with outside of the keyboard and the, and the video screens. Right. Because, well, I'm going to you know, give a shout out to... I want to give a shout out to Just Kaya, Real Talk Daily. Great to see you on. 
Bolo TV, great to see you on. Really glad that you guys are here. Like you're saying some stuff that I think people need to, to, to understand because this is why I believe many people make the mistake. And I'll give you one. You can tell me how real this is. Mm-hmm. The first year, you know, whether it's college, it's sports, it's business. The first year, I'm a, I'm going to do it every day. I got this. I'm getting up and I'm driving. I'm doing it. I'm going to share it on Facebook. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. Man, it's going to be good. And then you don't get the likes you thought you're going to get. You don't get the shares you thought you was going to get. You don't get the support you thought you was going to get. You don't get the money. So, so how do you sustain that? Because I think people do really good for the first year, for the first few months. But success, you don't, that's not a yearly thing. That's a, that's, that's forever. Okay, but all right, this is, this is, this is how, this was my mentality when I started. Leaning back on my, my, my degree, I have a BA in business administration with a concentration in corporate finance. So. With that being said, I use the same approach with marketing my business that I would have used if it were not a barbershop or just taking it back to my textbooks pretty much. So you have to know and understand as a small business owner, unless you're doing something illegal, it's not a turnkey process. Years one to three, you may be lucky to break even. You're not seeing any profit. So everything that you invest during those first three years, that's your seed money. Hopefully you're in the black. But that doesn't mean stop. You have to continue to do what you are doing. So one of the things that I did when when I made the move to Texas and I made the decision to walk away from my job with Adult Protection Services um, here in Texas to do this full time, I looked at it from this perspective. Okay, I only have a few haircuts in my phone. Camera phones wasn't good then, but still, and I wasn't even posting on Instagram like that. So my thought process was, okay, the first thing I'm going to post three times a day. And the reason why I say three times a day is because when a person first wakes up in the morning, what do they do? They check their phone. Mm-hmm. When they're on lunch at work, they check their phone when they're getting ready to get off work or even some of us, even though we shouldn't do it, the day, the, the commute from home, we're checking the phone. So I figured if McDonald's can post a Big Mac three to four times a day, why I can't post my business three to four times a day. I wanted to get to the point where anytime you see my name on social media, you can associate my business to my name not me posting all these funny memes and all this and that. If I'm trying to build the business, I'm going to correlate every post that I post, make it intentional to build the business. Well, so, okay, okay, wait a second, wait, wait. So you said something. (laughs) You're not on social media just for the sake of being on social media because I think I see a lot of people who do that. I'm a boss, I got a boss, and then there's no consistency there. Are you saying that you're intentional with the platforms you're on because you are thinking business? Correct. Because here, here's the thing, like, like how you say people always have to post that they're a boss. If you have to self-proclaim yourself that you are something, then you're not it. You don't have to tell. I mean, it's, it's, enough, it's one thing to affirm yourself in the mirror, but it's another thing when you're trying to use your social media platforms to promote this pseudo um this pseudo character that's not you it's like that's not what you i I just believe that's not what you should do man it's like absolutely social media is the only form of free marketing that we have and it's gotten to the point facebook and instagram has caught on even though they're the same company 
but they've caught on to that and they have an advertising platform that they charge you to do that. But if you're mm -hmm. using your regular page for that, why do you have to pay them? Fantastic. So listen, y'all, for those of us who are content creators, those of you who started a business, I think you just got free game. If you want to build, build brand consistency, make sure the things that you are posting are tailored to your business. Now, I've got a question for you on this. Okay. What happens to the person on here who's watching who says, you know what? I do all that. I share my business, but they stop getting likes. They stop getting shares. People, It looks like people are not paying attention to them. What do you say to them? You have to change your, you, well, it's just like with anything. You have to look at the first thing you do in business after you come up with a business, you have to search for a target market. And your target market, that's who you market to. Like for myself, not saying, not even when I started and I didn't have any clients, my target market was career driven men, entrepreneurs, high class office people, because I wanted to provide them a luxury experience that was different from a traditional barbershop where you go in, the guys coming, the hustle man coming in, selling this, the lady selling food. And when guys come to the barbershop, just like how when ladies go get their hair done, it should be a relaxing experience. They shouldn't have to be on guard when they're in the barbershop. So I looked at my competitors and in the words of, you know, one of the key people in my life, Marcus Harvey, I wanted to create an environment that outside of my competitors that you couldn't get anywhere else but me. Man, that is that is fantastic. So this, listen, guys, the reason why we're building this platform is because I embrace the same mentality. This is why on here, like I'm going to be like an interview, like people like just Kaya, you know, a, a, a candidate and talk hell, you other people who are professional, because my goal is not simply to be on here. We're trying to build something world class. And I love what you said that what you're doing can serve everybody, but it's not targeted to everybody. That's a huge thing. Yeah, because you have to, we as small business owners, it's just like with McDonald's and anything, like, even with Walmart, they have a target market. They're just not gonna come out and say it because we're not gonna be in those boardrooms with them, but they have a target market. That's just like, uh, not trying to be funny, but let's, let's call it what it is, the same, demographic of people that you see in walmart are not going to be in target you know what i mean that's just that's just what it is mm -hmm. it's not that the prices are higher the target may be a little bit higher but it's just the environment is different and walmart you know and it's nothing against walmart don't get me wrong but it seems like it's an organized chaos as opposed to when you go to target it's chaotic, but it seems like it's under control. If that makes sense. So let me, so, so, okay, this is good. This is really good. So let's go here. Let's, since we're here, let's just go all the way here. Mm -hmm. How do you tell somebody uh, who's watching this? How do you, first of all, how do you find your target and how long did it take you? Cause you, I looked at your, your Instagram and I think you got over 10,000 followers, right? Correct. And that couldn't have been easy to get. How were you Ooh. able to target what you do and, and sustain that growth over time? And shout out to India. Good to see you on here as well. Man, hey, hey, you know, this is what I did, man. Like, it's just like. Yo, this like is I free said, game, y'all. This is free game. It's just like going back to basketball. Okay, so 
I looked at the barbers who I aspire to be where they are at right now. And um, I looked at, I studied their, I studied their moves. I studied their hashtags. I studied everything that um, every hashtag that they use. That's what I use because if just to be, to change up that algorithm of how Instagram works. So different people can see your stuff. You have to study I don't want to call them opponents, but you have to study your healthy competition. Does that mean you're going to get the same kind of clientele they get? You never know. But until you actually put that plan into motion, you never know what the result will be. I love what you said. Listen, so like somebody, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I, I wish, I want her to join. I wish she could. Just Kaya, she's somebody I really respect because something mm-hmm. she does on a platform that I noticed is the way she's able to bring different people together to have a conversation, her uniqueness is actually um, is actually penetrating the market. How would you say a person can tailor what's unique about them? Because, you know, that this is when we get into disruption, right? How mm-hmm. can and you came from Chicago, Illinois with nothing. And you came here to Texas <laughs> and, and tell, tell me if I'm wrong. But from what I can tell, your reputation precedes you. Right. Yeah, and that couldn't yeah. have came easy. So how could you take where you were before and then penetrate the market down here in Texas? Well, I would say um, a lot of the, the the skills and things that I was able to obtain over the years came from right out of Larry's Barbershop in Chicago, Illinois, man. Um, I worked in many other barbershops before, but I never knew what it was like to work in a barbershop with real men until I got to Larry's Barbershop, you know, shout out to, you know, my boy, DJ Vaughn, uh, Sean, you know, KB, my man, uh, Rasan Ross, AKA face. That's who owns the place. Randall, Randall Williams. You know what I mean? My man, look, you know, when I got to that shop, I got around a group of men that were not afraid to see other people grow. So they would pull me to the side, you know, when I would have, like I look back on some of my pictures, man, from like 10 years ago. And I was like, man, I thought that was hot. And I was putting that on business cards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, but they, we, they, it was a unique group of guys, man. And they groomed me. And, and basically the way that I cut now, honestly, it's a combination of all those guys that I was in that shop with. You know, because I never took any of those cut like me classes and stuff like that. I just sit and I study. Like, say, if you were a barber and I and I liked your work, you know what I mean? While we're talking, we could be laughing and joking. But at the same time, I'm studying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it, and there's nothing wrong with letting it, it. Here's the thing. We have to kill this narrative that. It's OK to say someone else inspired you because you are that person you're inspiring someone else people think that people have to get out of their own way and just say hey my inspiration came from this person okay if you bite in their style so what i mean jay-z is one of the most successful rappers but if you listen to his music his style is some of everybody and he pays homage to that and he's not afraid to say where that came from and we as people we have to pay homage to those people and it's nothing wrong to say to say that 
Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you something as well. So this is good. This is leading right along to, to where I wanted to go. Like when I started this YouTube page, you know, I started off and I wasn't very, I wanted to be serious, but I hadn't known enough. So I did a few videos, took a year off, came back, and then I started to see growth. What I noticed, though, is that my growth was not because I just sat here and waited for people to come here. Mm-hmm. I go to other platforms and I truly want to support what they do. Mm-hmm. How important is it in success that we don't just wait for people to support what we do, but we also go out and we support other people who are doing good work as well. Man, you just, it's one of those things, Ernest, you, you just got to do it. It's like, um, say for example, like, well, not for example, this just happened uh, yesterday. It's a young lady here. Her name is Deanna Folks, and she is responsible for, um, there she go, throwing up those game colors, though, that, that game, <laughs> there you go right there. No, no. A5A, that's a no, no, no. <laughs> but um, like with yesterday, um, she's promoting um, a barber battle. She's bringing it back. And, you know, even though I'm not the type of person that competes because you have to know your lane, right? So I, I don't do the competition, but I will go to the competition and I would like to see the contestants that do have the courage to get up there and perform their gift in front of people because that's their lane. So what I did was to promote my business. I'm, I'm supporting her business, but promoting mine at the same time, I bought a sponsorship package. So with that package that I bought, I get, I get to have my logo and you know my face on one of the flyers for the package that I purchased because now instead of just uh, people dealing with people knowing who I am in Arlington, Mansfield, Grand Prairie, now I'm trying to tap into Dallas. And just through her supporting her business, even though it only cost me a couple of bucks, but I don't look at it from the perspective of, and shout out to my wife for that. She always, she got me out of the mind state of saying, cause I always used to be like, man, I gotta pay this money for this. I gotta pay. And she used to tell me, no, that's an investment into your business. Stop looking at it as you're spending money because you're looking to gain a return from that. So the best thing that I can suggest is like, like what I mentioned, even though I'm buying a sponsorship and supporting her business, I'm looking at what my return will be. And that's getting my, my shop logo and brand out to who, who all she knows. Cause I don't know who she knows, but <laughs> they're going to see the brand they're going to see the logo and eventually if people see something enough they want to go check it out right so so y'all we're gonna take a pause right here guys do me a favor if you haven't hit that like button hit that like button and if you haven't yet subscribed hit that subscribe button guys we are on our way to 500 subscribers and we are almost there thank y'all for all of your help all right let's get to this real quick y'all i got a question can everybody win now we talk about business a lot right i want to ask you a question because the way that I, I was raised, uh, what I saw is if me and Terrell are both doing the same thing, I secretly don't want Terrell to win because if he wins, I think <laughs> it's going to minimize my winnings. Can we all win? I think we can because once again, it goes back to, especially in my line of work with barbering, who's your target market? Because what the services that I provide, we even though you and I, we both cut hair, but the other amenities that I provide may not be what you provide. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna target 
a different type of clientele because let's just use uh, Arlington, for example. It's over half a million people that live in Arlington. I can't cut 500,000 people. So, you yep. know, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's not trying to sound rude or anything like that, but I don't really care what the next brother is doing because that's Hold not, on. That's, wait, wait a second. We got to stop there, y'all. This is what's, <laughs> this is how successful people think. Like nothing in what you said, you're not operating in fear. You don't want to secretly see somebody else fail because you are focused on your success. Love y'all yeah. business owners, YouTube creators, content creators, people who are starting something. It's so important to have this mindset that you don't have to look at the person next to you and hope that they don't make it for you to win because ultimately you're going to, your life is going to look like how you think. And if you think it's failure for somebody else, it's going to be failure for yourself. Am I wrong about that? Man, brother, it's just, it goes back to like the famous meme that was going around social media when uh, Master P did an interview on The Breakfast Club. He said, if you can show me your friends, I can show you your future. And if that statement is not accurate, I don't know what it is, brother. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, in order for me to change my mindset, I had to change the circle that I was around. So mm -hmm. it was like in, being in Chicago, uh, the circle that I was with, they were successful, but it was every man for themselves, as opposed to when I moved to Texas, I found a circle of people that were successful, but they wanted to pull me up to see me win. Because mm -hmm. it's no fun when every time, you know, we go, it's like, instead of going out for, for cocktails or whatever, instead of people sitting up itemizing the bill, we arguing over who's going to pay for the bill because everybody's successful yes sir hey look get you some friends where the fight ain't about who gonna pay it y'all trying to fight each other because you guys got it to pay it for absolutely love what you're saying man exactly, exactly so, man so let me ask you guys a question really quickly because we got a few more you got you got are you good on time i got a couple more questions for yeah. you go, go ahead so let me ask you guys, those of you who are content creators, those business owners, small business owners. Now, if you haven't done like your, your DBA, your EIN, all the good stuff, I'm going to do another live and we'll talk about that stuff as well. That's going to be a whole different because I think a lot of y'all saying I'm a business and you ain't even did your paperwork, right? People aren't even <laughs> legitimized as a business and looked at by the state or by the federal government as a business. That's why a lot of I've seen a lot of uh, successful hairstylists, barbers, et cetera, when the pandemic happened. They weren't even able to qualify to even get unemployment. They weren't even qualified to have documentation to even attempt to get, you know, any of those loans that the government gave out because mm -hmm. they were not legitimized on paper as a business. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's a joke that we used to have. It's like, you know, like, say, for example, if you're not legitimized as a business, you're not a barber. You're just a dude that cut hair. Absolutely. And that, and that goes all the way back to not just the business and corporation, LLC, however you want to do it. It starts with getting a license. If you're serious about what you do as a trade, be licensed to do it. Yep, absolutely. So, y'all, so listen, I'm so big on this because there's a lot of people who keep on saying, I got a business and I, and I got this. And then I'll ask them, you know, do you, do you know, do you have a trademark on it? Do you have your EIN? You go, you start asking them the, the paperwork, 
What's your target market? Do you use data and analytics? And it surprises me that people's, their whole business is, and I'm going to tell you, this, very simple. Their business is, I do something and I promote it on Facebook. Therefore, I have a business. But and I don't think people walk, realize. But oh, if, go ahead. You walked into, if you walked into a bank, that's not going to get you a loan. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So paperwork. And again, I'm going to do a whole nother live. And, and, and Terrell, if you can be here, I would I think I would like that as well. Like we'll talk yeah. about and talk and talk hills in the building. We'll do this and we'll take people step by step in terms of what they need to do to legalize their business. It's important for tax purposes, for benefits, mm -hmm. for recognition. Right. All these things are important. But we'll do that. We'll do that in a uh, in another session. Let's let's take this deeper. So okay. you're successful, you're a hustler, you're busy. How does your busyness and your hustle, how does that impact your relationships? How do you find balance? It took it took a while. I, hey, to be 100% honest, my wife and I just got balanced through the pandemic. What the pandemic showed us, it, it made us sit down. And then we start valuing what was most important. It was like we it was during the pandemic. We that was the most we ate together as a whole family in a long time, man, because one thing for me personally and not just being transparent about it is. Sometimes as a man, we're so used to. Having to provide, you know, our, that's our job, you know, theoretically in the household is to provide mm -hmm. and sometimes we get so caught up into providing that all we we begin to have tunnel vision and all we're thinking about is the goal the goal is to you know buy a home whatever the kids need whatever your wife needs and what we lose the fact on is we be so driven we forget about the people that's supporting you that they have feelings too and they're Absolutely. being left behind and it's like and the first thing that we say sometimes as men well, we had we got the nice house, we got the nice car, we got this. It's all material BS. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you could be so driven that you can lose your family. So it's like you have to sometimes create that balance to where you're not so goal driven and you have to have a balance because like something that I do personally, and my wife and I were just talking about this was about two, three days ago, maybe. Once my car hits the driveway of my house, my phone, I'm not taking any more phone calls. I'll talk to you tomorrow because when I walk into the house, that's my family's time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. See, Terrell, you messing up tonight. You messing us all up with what you said. <laughs> because in the world we live in, we're taught to be on the go 24-7, always plugged in, always notified, always alert, business, business, business. Are you saying that the way part of what fuels your success is knowing when to unplug from the world and recharge from your family. Yeah, that's true. Because the thing is, McDonald's closed, Burger King closed. But even though if some of those restaurants are 24 hours, right, the the CEO ain't there. The vice president not there. You have people, it's like something like what you posted on uh, Facebook, I think it was yesterday or whatever. In order to be a boss, you have to be able to turn others into leaders. So therefore, you don't have to do everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's, all right, y'all, listen, it's about to get real. We're talking about relationships now. Now, let me be real with you. I work a lot. I'm a type A personality. Yeah. So I am always on the go. 
How important is it for spouses um, to understand that entrepreneurial mindset? Like when you're building something, because you don't get that that one-on-one one cuddle time like you used to when you're grinding and you're building something. No, and that's and that's the thing, man, that people get misunderstood, man. It's like before you start any journey, and if you're married, before you start any journey, I personally believe you have to sit down with your spouse and have that real conversation on what this goal realistically looks like. You know, we can that's just like saying, for example, you sit down with your wife and you know, I want a house. Okay, cool. But what is that going to look like in order for us to save the money so we don't have to depend on government uh, down payment assistance and stuff like that? But that's a whole nother conversation because me personally, I'm against FHA lending unless you're going to use it as an income property. But that's another conversation for another day. Tomorrow, but, I've got a show in the morning. We're going to be discussing that very thing. So it's like but when you're sitting down and you're you and your wife are having this conversation about what that really looks like it, it like it happened in my house you know just just keeping it real you know my wife and i we were saving about his house pre-pandemic and you know it got to the point where i was always i'm cutting hair to 10 11 o'clock at night the only time i see my wife is in passing when we brushing brushing teeth going back to going back to work, you know what I mean? And what that does is it creates tension because we didn't, we sat down and had the conversation about what we wanted, but we didn't have the real conversation on what that sacrifice would look like. And I think that every couple should really have that real conversation on what that looks like as far as like the spending, how much money you, what budget are we on? You know, how many more extra hours of overtime you're gonna put in or how many, you know, it's a lot. And if you don't have that, that's what opens up the door to, you know, we don't like to talk about it, but just keeping it real, that opens up the door to infidelity. Yep. Because if one person is always going all the time, somebody's lonely. And after, male or female, after a while, they're going to go find them a babysitter. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but it happens because we're human. We're in, we're, we all are flawed people. So yeah, so guys on the guys and girls who are on here, have you have you found out that when you're when you're chasing something that you're neglecting, like you're neglecting your husband, your wife, your children? If so, I want you guys to put it in the in the chat as well. Does this resonate with what what Terrell is saying to us? Because I think you can get caught up so much in success that you neglect. Here's a big one. I there was a couple of weeks ago where I hadn't spent any time with my kids. In my head, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna watch the movie with you, and then I, I thought about it. It was two weeks of me making the promises, but being so focused in tunnel vision. Here we go, tunnel vision, where yeah. I didn't even spend time with the kids. How like, how do we avoid that? And then how can how can our, our spouses help to keep us on track so that that doesn't happen? Man, it's just, it, it goes back again to what I said. You have to create that balance, man, and you know, with with anything. If, if it's unbalanced, you're going to drop the ball somewhere because, you know, we we try to be everything for everybody. But at the same time, you have to be what you need to be for those that matter, because when it's all said and done, let's just say if you if the business folded or whatever. Your family's there. Yeah, the people, the, all the fans and the, you know, the, the, the Facebook in laws and the Instagram in laws. 
all of them it, it goes back to i put a post on facebook uh might have been new year's eve whatever but many people spend so much time going broke to create a pseudo lifestyle for people who really don't care and the people that you're trying to impress are sitting back waiting for you to lose it all mm -hmm. so in the midst of that you know what i mean you have to have that balance that i mean it was it wasn't easy getting to the point of where i am with balance but if something is important to you you're going to find a way to try to get it done yeah yeah this is such a big thing because Let's be truthful. When you're busy doing something, you can lose focus. And if yeah. you want to be great at it, it costs what it costs. But I, this is what I think is so important for spouses. You got to have a conversation. You got to got to be transparent and you got to find tech. So I, I say sometimes you let your spouse visit you and see what you're doing. Bring them lunch, mm -hmm. find places to connect. Make sure you make that time. And sometimes that means you may have to leave work a little early one time, but you got to keep that connection point because what good is it to gain business and lose your home? Yeah, man. And because it right? happens all the, it happens all the time. And the, the good thing, the unique thing that works for, you know, my wife and I, my wife is in the same industry, so she understands, you know what I mean? So she's been doing it a lot longer than I have, but she understands. So we both have to work on like that balance because she's she's to the point of where she you know her schedule is pretty set where she has she's basically she's taking her life back because it's being um compensated by other streams of income that she's created within the industry that she's already in mm -hmm. And that's Excellent. that's another that's another thing that you know that I always think about. Everybody always say they're trying to create these seven streams of income, right? But it, it, it's just it. That, but that's the that's the hustle mentality, right? So, but here's my thing with that. Instead of me, I'm a barber by trade, by career. Um, if I'm trying to create another stream of income, why don't I create that other stream of income? in the career field that i've already chosen instead of me going out creating a like you know the end thing now everybody got a trucking company you know everybody trying to do transportation what people don't understand is you're jumping out of a lane that you're familiar in into a lane you're unfamiliar and when you birth another business that's just like having another child and you have to make sure that child can crawl can walk till it runs so you're trying to create these seven streams of income in seven different uh, career fields. Something's going to falter. And, and nine times out of 10, and I've seen it done several times because I see many different barbers. And it's no knock to those guys. I see barbers dabbling in real estate. I see barbers dabbling in, you know, you know, trucking. Some barbers want to do rehab homes and stuff like that. But if the thing is, if you're trying to create another stream of income, why don't you create another stream of income within barbering? You know, this is a, so, this is a good point. I, I want to make this point to what Terrell is saying. It's such important. Seven streams of income. Listen to me carefully, everybody. Cut, bring it in close. Seven okay. streams of income does not happen if you got to split your time seven different ways. Exactly. Because you're right? still trading time for money. 
Absolutely. So I think people keep saying this is why you get people who got the serial entrepreneurs, right? And they're doing yep. 85 different things and not successful is because it's not a stream if you're trading your time. So what, what Terrell is saying, so an example is if you're a barber, then you want to sell products, sell exactly. classes, sell exactly. courses. Yeah, exactly. that's how you do it. Y'all, is this making sense to you guys? If this is if this is helping you out, make sure you put that in the chat. This is you can't get better information anyplace else than this. So Terrell, I appreciate you on this, man. But listen, I'm gonna give you two more questions, and then uh, and then I think we're gonna take some questions. Okay. Okay, that's cool. So you're successful. You know you're doing it big. You know you know what I'm saying. Yo, you know Instagram monetized. You you're making money all over the place. How has success changed you? Good or bad? De- in the words of Deion Sanders, it changed my address. <laughs> it changed my debit card to a credit card <laughs> yes sir <laughs> now i mean honestly brother i'm the same dude man because hey remember remember the um remember the gray truck remember the great i just say what it is remember the gray range rover i had yep when we used to work out at the gym it's parked in front of my house right now mm-hmm and the reason why I kept the truck because my wife was like, well, you should sell it. it but what I, the reason why I keep that truck is because it reminds me of where I came from. How many days I had to hide that truck sometimes because I couldn't pay the car note. I mean, <laughs> bro, man. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't tell you. It, it's like, I try to, I try to, it's like, I'm humble, but respectfully, I enjoy, you know, being in this position, man. And it's like, but the one thing I don't do, I don't crap on other people because at the same time, when I see other people going through certain struggles, I see myself in those people because that's where I came from. Man, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, don't get, don't get so caught up into, you know, Cause okay, if you you once could afford, you once was wearing Coach, but now you can wear Gucci or Louis Vuitton now. Still be the same person. Yeah. Because those labels don't define you. You make the labels. It's just like you know what I tell people when they join Black Greek letter organizations, whether it be undergraduate or postgraduate in alumni chapters or whatever. Be the person that is a good person. And it just so happens that you belong to that organization, not your first identity of you is that organization. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Y'all, this is in business. I'm going to give you this last point because th- I got a life question. I don't mm-hmm. care how great you are at business. If you suck at being a person, success only illuminates what you already are. So if you are an ass, if you are a jerk, if you are unkind, if you are a snake, Success is only going to make you more of that. Would you say that that's a fair statement? I agree 100 percent because um, it goes back to when I was playing basketball and I was doing like NBA workouts and stuff like that. And certain people that I, certain guys that I knew were they were draft picks, high draft picks, stuff like that. And people say the money changed them. And I heard an old man say this and I believed it a thousand percent. He said, money doesn't change people. Money makes people more of who the hell you really are. So it goes back to what you're saying. If you are, if you a broke jerk, when you get money, you're going to be a bigger jerk. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you can't help who you are. I mean, because it is what it just is what it is, man. It's like for me, you know, coming from I I have I've had my arrogant moments and through maturity, I've grown from that because I know what it's like to have everything that I wanted. I know what it's like to be sitting down at the kitchen table as a man and many men ain't going to admit to this. I'm being sitting down at the kitchen table. You crying tears because you don't know how you're going to provide for your family. Yes, sir. That's real. So it's like, you know, when I see people sometimes, don't get me wrong, I think some people overdo it, you know what I'm saying, with the with the designer and stuff like that. It's cool you can afford it, but at the same time, man, you got to know where you came from and know that, you know, because it gets to a point where it it looks like your success can be perceived as arrogance. And those and that and if anybody perceives any form of arrogance with you, that taints everything that you've worked for to build your business or whatever it is that you offer. Because it's just like Willie Moore Jr., you know, has said on one of his uh videos, I don't know how old it was, he said, as a business owner, you have to be mindful of what you post on social media. Absolutely. Because, because people look at that. And you posting posts talking about bees be like, ends be like, or you know, all this toxic behavior, people will look at that and be like, no, nah, I don't want to do business with that person because they are a little too messy. You know, people don't understand those type of things will prevent you from, you know, you you never know. You may meet a person that may know the next person that can change your life, but because of what you post. Nobody wants to deal with that. And because I promise you, bro, when I, you know, Facebook good for their memories, man. When (laughs) Facebook remind me of some of their memories, some of that stuff that I used to post, I used to be like, yeah, bro. It was like, it was some posts that I was really ashamed of myself that I posted something like that, man. So look, y'all, we're about to, I'm about to ask this last question. Um, if this is for life, what's your next steps? What are you planning on doing in the next two to three years? What do you want to accomplish? Before you say that, though, y'all, has this not been a dope conversation? If this has, make sure you guys like that video. If you haven't subscribed, make sure y'all subscribe. we got a lot more of this on the way. So, Terrell, what do you have coming up in the next two? You, you've, you've, you've reached here. You said that, that you never get satisfied. What's next for you? Okay, what up? Well, what's next for me is like, uh, and it's funny that you asked that because one of my clients asked me this earlier today because he was with me from when I started in the suite, the size of probably a linen closet, to you know my own um, my own barber barber studio, and and he and he talked about my growth and progression from that point to now. So what I've been working on and um, through through the due diligence of my wife, because honestly, I can't even lie, bro. And I just to be a hundred majority of my success that you see, yeah, I'm the face and I talk and this, that, and the other, but the woman behind the scenes that really makes stuff happen, you barely see her on, on Facebook or Instagram. My wife is, she is my CFO, the CEO, um, uh, what do you call it? Legal. She, <laughs> <laughs> she, 
saying? She's the content creator. I mean, dude, I don't have a salary big enough to pay her for the contributions that she does. Yes, but sir. it's be it's because of what she does that allows me to just cut hair, bro. You know what I'm saying? And hey, sometimes yo. I know I know I get on her nerves, but it's cool. But uh <laughs> hey, yo. what's next? No, but I was saying I can't... What's, what's what's next? E, hold on one second. I ain't mean to cut you off, but uh, oh, no, you got to, an to answer your question. What's next for me is I'm waiting right now to have the name of my shop trademarked. And once I have that trademark, I'm going to move to the next steps to get my logo trademarked. And then from that, we, we talked will, about I trademarks will, earlier. Absolutely. And from that, then that's when I start back marketing my hair products marketing you know apparel and things like that because at that point i own the name like denzel said on american gangster it'll be blue magic and if anybody says anything diamond life cuts even if it's spelled wrong i'm gonna shut it down because i took the legal steps to own that name yo listen so a couple things number one is i'm with you man i don't know how to work instagram it's a shame if y'all see some stuff and they're looking good I ain't got nothing to do with that, right? Uh, it's just a content. So it's, I think the, the the principle here is being with somebody who has something to support what you're doing. I think that's the fair thing to say. And then you appreciate what they do. Like a lot of us, when, we, when we're busy, we, we just expect them to keep on doing it. We don't take the time to thank them enough like we should. So when you got somebody on your team like that, make sure you appreciate them because a thank you and that appreciation goes a long way. Or if you're married to the right person, they you they're not gonna let too much time go by before they say you didn't even tell me thank you. What, what's going on? Yep, yep. So let's do it, y'all. Listen, this has been fantastic. Shout out to Mrs. Binion for all that work that she put in. So shout out to listen. If you got a, a few minutes, if you guys are in the chat got questions that you want to ask, um, I'll drop the link, and uh, we're gonna limit this because I want to respect uh, Terrell's time. I'm gonna I'm gonna hey. drop the link. Hey Ernest, go. <laughs> we can do it excellent if so it, if you guys got questions or if you just want to appreciate what he shared uh i want you guys to come up here make sure you're camped up uh, uh being decent but i i want to i want you guys to let us know if this kind of content is helping you out uh if, if you've taken any of these nuggets and you can apply this to your own life so i've dropped the the, the link to the stream below uh and uh come on call in uh, uh, while while we're waiting, I do have one more that I didn't ask you. And this is, if okay. someone's on who, who's like, you know what, Terrell, I heard what you said, and I want to get started today. I want to I want to start pursuing my passion and my dream. How do you start that? Because sometimes the hardest part is starting. Well, honestly, uh, a shameless plug. I would send them to my link on Amazon and tell them to go buy my book, Building the Barber, okay. because with that book. If you can't, what's uh, what's the what's what's the site? Um, so that or if you can't, can you drop it in there? Hmm. Yeah, I'll drop it right now. Okay. And the the thing is, um, everything in that everything in that book is about how where I started and the step by step process on how I got to get the ball rolling, pretty much, um, without you know going into um, it's a short read, but it's different gems in there that I think that would be helpful for anybody. But from a quick verbal perspective, I would just say just to get started, you have to utilize 
what's free to you before you start paying for stuff. And what's free to us? Facebook, Instagram. I don't really worry about Snapchat too much and stuff like that because that's used for other purposes and nobody in business is on Snapchat. But a big business builder right now, and I'm getting more familiar with it, is TikTok. TikTok. Yes, sir. Excellent. So, guys, I've just put the uh, the link to Terrell's book uh, on Amazon. And then after this, I'll add the book to the uh, description in here as well. So those who, who go back and watch this can go to it as well. So, guys, come on. If you got a question, come on, cam up. Just Kaya, if you're in here, I definitely want to see you cam up. Uh, and anybody else, hit that 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 StreamYard link and let's 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 get it. Man, I can't tell you. I appreciate this conversation. This has been fantastic. Y'all, this has been great. This is what we're talking about uh, on Sir Health's Network. My goal is not simply just to make salacious content. Now, we're going to laugh and have a good time, but I want to build a, 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 a an army of other highly successful people. Um, and, and these kind of conversations, this information, this transparency uh, is how we do that. So shout out to Terrell. Shout out to uh, 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 Mrs. Binion. Yeah, this is fantastic stuff here. All right, guys, Man. I'm going to keep it open for another two minutes. Huh? And man, I'm just going to shout out the greatest, the greatest, the greatest fraternity in the world because January 5th is upon us tomorrow and the brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi will be enjoying another year of achievement. Salute, salute, salute. And thank you, Takel. She dropped she dropped a better link than I did uh, to, to your book. <laughs> See, that go, that, go, that go to workings of a wife. Thank you so much. I see, ladies and gentlemen, she is in the building. Just Kaya is here. All right, all right. <laughs> What's going Hi. on with you? You hey, know, you I went put on a jersey real quick to come up here. <laughs> Hi, Terrell. Like Hi, Hey, Jersey. So we all right. There we go. That's all we need. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, I I totally. First of all, hi hi. Okay. I totally appreciate the the conversation. Um, yeah, there it, it seems simple the things you're saying, but so necessary. Um, a lot of things you're saying I didn't think of, and um, I'm new to uh, wanting to build something. Um, you know, as far as what I believe in, and and. Um, of course, making money, monetizing it and um, building a brand. I'm new to this mm -hmm. form of thinking and um, mm -hmm. I'm appreciate all of it. So, um, of course, yeah, I started uh, my YouTube channel. It's very authentic. It's just me being me, basically. And I do want to build that. So I heard you said something about uh, posting three times a day. Um, um, and something you said about hashtags, I, I missed that about someone else. I would love it if you can go over that again, but is that kind of the beginning stages for someone like me? I only have like 128 subscribers. Um, I go live. Um, I think I have, a, a authentic, uh, I don't want to say following <laughs> authentic people that are gravitating to me that Absolutely. are not just here and now. I think they're here with me for the long haul. So where do someone with those stats start, please? Well, I mean, I mean, the, I, I think that it's good that you have the following that you have because it's authentic people and not bots. Um, but I would say, like, 
as far as I'm not really familiar on the YouTube platform, I'm thinking about gravitating over there myself with like barber tutorials and things like that. But what I would apply the same strategies for YouTube that I did for Instagram. So I would find somebody, it's a few barbers that I know they have a strong following on Instagram, but they have a strong following on YouTube for their video content. So I'm going to go study them and I'm going to use to see what type of hashtags that they use or what type of marketing strategies that they use or they, if it's tied into their Instagram, however they're doing it, that's what I'm going to try to focus on doing. And that's what I would say. That's what you should do is like just look at some of the people that have that following that you have or that crowd engagement that you have. And then just try to, I mean, it goes back to, like I said, it's nothing wrong with mimicking somebody's process because you're mimicking it because it's proven that it works. Mm -hmm. But you just try to, you just got to look at whomever's process and see how you can mimic that and put your own twist on it to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. So, so the hashtag, um, I was doing some research on that before I even started. So that mm -hmm. really works. Like when you put it like, um, wherever you put it, I forget, like in your description. So that hashtagging right. stuff really brings people yeah. or attention to you. I'm a, I, I'll just tell you, I'll just true story. Majority of all of my clients that sit in my barber chair have found me from a hashtag I used off Instagram. Because what I do it, what I do is outside of the word of mouth, when I service a new person, I ask them how did they find me or how did they hear about me? And you take that engagement and you put it in your mental back pocket, and then you say to yourself, like, uh-huh, it's working. So if something's not broke don't fix it but i change up i don't use the same hashtags all the time i kind of mix them up because you have to find a few different people that you look at their engagement and you study their hashtags because a lot of people are using the same hashtags but because of to my understanding like what the algorithm may be for instagram or facebook or whatever it's only so much content for that one particular hashtag that's going to be seen Mm -hmm. absolutely okay so another question so okay i mentioned youtube and i do have a instagram i'm not very active on it so with that being said do you think that that crossover or me uh hashtagging or i don't know the the correct lingo but like hashtagging or even i know they're talking about these short clips now putting mm -hmm. that over to instagram do these community cross i i guess is what i'm asking like if, yes, if i'm on youtube we want to promote that on instagram mm -hmm. yeah because i i believe that with instagram you can um link your because i know it is with tiktok you can link your instagram to your tiktok and i'm sure you can link your instagram to your uh youtube because i'm sure because in the minute i think mark zuckerberg gonna own them all anyway so it's going to be probably just one platform that links everything together. Mm -hmm. So, so I guess what, but um, what my question is, and and maybe I wasn't clear, or maybe you answered it, but um, <laughs> like like um, as far as like link, the way I understand that, I do have on my YouTube channel, like I have the Instagram, the Facebook, and all those little icons up there, but. Uh, 
do you think it's a good idea? Because we're talking about promotions, right? I think building mm-hmm. up your brand Absolutely. or your okay. Yeah. Um, do you think it's um is it beneficial to spend that time in me figuring out like how to post more because like you can go live on Instagram and stuff like that too. So is it I know what you're asking. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so the simple answer is yes, yes, yes. So let me tell you what you got working for you. Number but one, you're how? very kind. Yeah, so it's, it's just a few times a day, right? And like what I'll do is I'm gonna do another segment on here because uh, uh Talk Hill actually does uh videos on this as well. But it's about being consistent. Terrell said he did something very early on is you have a, a set time where you know where your audience is up, right? And you consistently feed them information. Pretty much you want to get them used to you. You become a reliable source of information every single day. And then it, it, should, it should feel weird when you don't post. If no one's feeling that, that means you're not consistent, right? You do that, leverage your hashtags. And then the stories and the reels, that's a real big thing now. I did not realize that that is a big thing. But on Instagram, reels, stories, because it's more interactive. And that's how you keep your audience engaged. And engagement is what we, not just posting, but the engagement is what you want to focus on. Because moving into 2022, um, a, a barber colleague of mine, we were just talking about this on my drive home. And in 2022, nobody's, really caring about the photos anymore it's all video and that's where mm-hmm. we're moving and the thing is like say whatever you post on youtube right without this is what i would do i would take a clip of my youtube whatever whatever your um whatever statement or whatever you said that gives you the shock value right i will make a clip of that i will post it on facebook then i will post it on instagram and with the link to it and basically, it's all going to lead back to the YouTube. Now, let me tell you how to do this. So there's methods to this. You want to take the video, upload it directly to YouTube, and then a link to the video. The reason why is because Facebook will get an attitude if if, if the link leads yeah. outside the platform. So now, listen, I got to get better with this as well. But upload it directly to the platform and link it to to a, to a particular source that is so important to do and here's the thing you can't say i did it one week great got to be consistent with it got to consistently produce you know it's crazy it's like going to the gym yep yeah it really is that because i've been going live consistently it's been a little over a week and i only missed one day and I got three messages like, uh, where are you at? <laughs> what happened? You're not going live today. So that did make me feel like I was actually missed the one day I mm-hmm. took off. So so I see that with that consistency. And um, yeah, amen. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So take this. Like, I want you guys to make sure, uh, Terrell, if you can uh, shout out your Instagram, I want you guys to go follow him as well. This man is killing it uh, in terms of Instagram. You talking about hashtags. Go, go, go see what he's talking about. Go see what he's talking about. This It ain't a game. Like, it's a reason he grew up to over over 10,000 followers. Right. It's a reason for that. Hey, hey look, well, I'll put it this way. And this is what I tell everybody, Ernest. I don't know where everybody is. That's 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 my workout. That's my workout, brother. Oh, Ernest. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, but this is this is what I tell everybody. It, like if, anybody who asked, this is what's the 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 true method to my success. I feel was this. I have a little bit of talent, 
but my faith and discipline with God did everything else. Mm, amen. That's a word. I like that. Absolutely. Because, because the other thing is, it's just like we could be, we could be, you know, we may want, all right, we want the success, right? But it's something that, you know, God speaks to us in many different situations. I feel like when it, like for me, when it's something that keeps tugging at my heart about a particular thing, I think that's God speaking to me, right? So with that being said, while I was in the middle of, you know, trying to beat gain this, to be the successful person, you know, I felt that God was telling me, hey, I'm not going to put you to, the, I'm not going to make you, I'm, you're not going to get to level two unless you let some stuff go that's in level one that's holding you back to get to level two. And just to be 100% transparent, one of my biggest vices were entertaining inboxes and things like that from other women. When I have a beautiful, when I have a beautiful wife at home that has given me two children, a peaceful life, but as a man, you're not, you know, it's the ego thing. And that comes with maturity too. So in order for me to get to that next level, it may like, to me, it still feels like it's a blur. Like five years has passed since I've moved from Chicago to Texas. And it just seemed like to me, in my mind, it feel like I still just got here, but I've been here five years. I've been cutting hair in Texas for four years. Cause the first year I was here, I was working a job that I moved here to take. But once I stopped those outside things, other opportunities started happening and opening up. So I'm not finna sit here and pretend like I'm this successful person without paying the homage to where it's really due because my vertical connection is together. So that makes my horizontal connection connect even more, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Even when you said that, how you relate to how uh, God speaks to you, we were kind of talking about that yesterday with Candid Ann and, and how we interpret God speaking to us and directing us in our purpose. And I, I'm for sure going to uh, share this uh, with Candid Ann, you know, to uh, see if that um, gives her a word as well. But um, I appreciate you. And I told, and one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, with the, um, with the, what you said about tugging at you, and that was uh, your way of communicating with God. It was the same thing with me, and I kept thinking I. It was a uh, hesitant for me going on YouTube and starting because I said, "No, Lord, I know you told me this." But I supposed to be here first. I supposed to be in this situation first from what, you know, and I'm telling him what he told me, but he's telling me what he told me. So it, it was really like he got a little bit louder. And, and I know what that meant for me. It was circumstances and things was happening. I was like, okay, I hear you. And then at that moment, when I uh, dived into this YouTube in my very first cam up, was an incident that happened with OKS and it kind of just brought all this attention to me. Like the very first time I even came up 
or anything. So I was like, okay, amen, Lord, I'm here, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I've been going and rolling ever since, still in the same place where I thought I wasn't supposed to be, mind you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I totally uh, relate to that to, um, oh, direction. Yeah. Listen, just Kai is one of the dopest content creators. Listen, like no joke, she will have an eight hour stream, eight, 10, 12 hour stream because she's really passionate about helping people. One of the best. That's why I wanted her to come up because I really respect her platform. And whenever I can, I try to join it because I really believe in what she's doing. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. Yep, just Kaya. Thank you for being here so much. Listen, um, uh, 12, I think that's going to be it. Do you? I want to give you the, the last word, and then uh, we're going to uh, end up closing the show out. Uh, thanks so much for being here. So you get 60 seconds. I'm going to give you the solo cam. You can promote your business and give us some encouragement. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for everybody that tuned in. Uh, it was a humbling experience to be able to share my journey with you. If you want to find any other things about, find out any other things about me, um, my Instagram is diamond underscore life, L-Y-F-E underscore cuts, K-U-T-Z. Um, I'm on Facebook as Terrell Binion and, um, my book is on Amazon, uh, building the barber. It's just not for barber professionals or beauty professionals. It could be used to jumpstart any small business. If you have any, you know, doubts, or anything like that. You can just take a look at the book and it'll probably give you some helpful gems just to um, just to give you a start. And uh, man, I, it was a pleasure and I was glad to be here. My brother, appreciate you, man. If you can, if you can hang out just for a bit, I, I'm in the yeah. show and I'm going to be right there. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, fantastic show. Great content. So glad that our guest was able to come here and drop these gems. I hope that you guys, you know, received it. I hope that you guys ingested this and that you take what he spoke of and implement it into your lives. I want you to be successful. I want you to be successful. You can do this. I believe in it. So if this helped you guys, make sure you guys hit the like, that subscribe button. We've got even more content coming. So again, thank you all for a great stream. Meet me again tomorrow morning. I'll be have the intentional millionaire on as well. And we'll start talking about the millionaire mindset. So we're going to keep this wave going. Again, appreciate everybody. Shout out to Diamond Life's Cuts, to Real Binion, to Mrs. Binion, to everybody who tuned in. I appreciate y'all. Salute. And until next time, y'all know what time it is. It's Sir Hell Speaks. I'm out the building. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hell speaks in the building.